Welcome back to the Lose Weight by Eating podcast, everyone. I'm Audrey Johns. I am so excited to share with all of you why I threw my bathroom scale away. Yay! <laughs> now, um, I recorded earlier, and I actually am recording these a little early because my partner was sick all last week and I'm feeling a little sick today. So I was worried I wouldn't have a voice for all of you and seems like it's already starting to go, but I have told you when the podcast was going to come out and I aim to please. So do excuse the hoarse voice. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, as I noted, I am Audrey Johns. I am the founder, author, cookbook writer, website, publisher, editor, everything for Lose Weight by Eating. I am a celebrity cook. Oh, I think my voice just cleared up. <laughs> I am a celebrity cook and I am a social media foodie. And this podcast is geared towards merging self-care and body positivity and healthy eating and weight loss all together in a new way where we are taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves and with that eating healthier and then a natural progression from that is weight loss if needed. Um, I want to really emphasize that my goal here and part of this is telling you and part of this is also reminding me that this needs to be or I want to make this podcast a safe place, a place where we can be proud of our accomplishments and not look down upon ourselves. And with that said, I want to talk to you about the one thing that made me look down upon myself every single day, <laughs> the damn bathroom scale. I, um, I gave it up <clears throat> and I ended up changing my whole life. And that is what this podcast is going to be all about. So back in November of 2022, I had a friend share with me that she had she had done this kind of unplug through November the previous year, and she called it No Look November. And she's not in the same industry as me. She doesn't write cookbooks, um, but she does publish content on websites. So instead of looking at her stats every single day, all day long, as we all do, as website owners, she was going to take all of November off. Sorry, if you guys are watching, I'm having a hard time. My chair is getting away from me here. Um, so she had decided for all of November, she was going to stop looking at her stats. And by doing that, she was no longer having these emotional roller coasters of ups and downs and ups and downs and basing her joy or her stress all on this chart on this number of how many people are on her website. And I thought, wow, we could do that with the scale. And so I challenged my my readers on my Facebook page and a little bit on the Instagram page as well to put their bathroom scales away for a month with me. And given I had not done it, I had a very unhealthy relationship with my bathroom scale. And so the challenge was for me as well. And the whole idea was to 
look at a different way of taking care of ourselves. So I challenged people to put the scale away. But with that said, I had to kind of also distract them and me on some new goals. And I feel like any healthy goal would be great for this. But what I did was I based it off of the lose weight by eating plan. The lose weight by eating plan is extra simple. You can find it at loseweightbyeating.com, but I'll share it with you right now. It is one, drink a gallon of water a day or as close to it as you can, unless of course your doctor tells you less. Two, don't eat any processed foods or any artificial sugars. Three, move your body more. And four, either meal plan or log all your meals. And so for week one, we concentrated all about water. And can we get to that gallon? And can we drink more water? And, and what happens if I'm up all night going to the bathroom? And, and all of these different things that go together with the water challenge. Then week two, I challenged everyone to get rid of all their fake foods and to eat healthy. Week three, we focused on exercise, light exercise for some, harder exercise for those who are already exercising. And then week four, we worked on meal planning and or meal journaling. And I found that personally, I didn't want to get back on the scale. I had so many amazing experiences and so much of my the space in my brain had just been cleared out from unnecessary stress and anxiety that I was having all kinds of great ideas for the website and for Facebook. And hey, look here, I'm now doing a podcast. This is These are all great things that have come about for me just changing my morning routine and for to changing the whole value of I'm going to have a good day if I had a good day on the scale, and I'm going to have a bad day if I had a bad day on the scale. And this is the world I was living in. I um, found that the scale and, well, it's not the scale's fault, first of all. The scale is just a way to measure what your weight is, right? It can be very helpful in weight loss. And for years, I've actually said, this is the best way to to measure if something's working or not. And if you are trying to figure out if a new diet is working for you, it still is the best. And we will get to that later on in the podcast when I talk about an eight-week average. That is how you should be measuring success, not week by week, definitely not day by day. However, I digress. My morning routine was I would wake up, I would run to the bathroom, Then I would strip down naked in my bathroom with all of those damn mirrors because that's, you know, not bad for my self-esteem or anything. And then I would jump onto the scale naked and watch that little thing go, holding my breath, worried, is it going to be a good day or is it going to be a bad day? Now, I know we all do some version of that, but as I've said it out loud now, I want you to really just take a second and think, is that healthy? Is, am I doing myself a favor doing any of that? No, no, I'm not. Again, the scale is simply a way of measuring something. You know, if, if you, say you have a kitchen scale and you want to measure how many ounces are in a pint of strawberries. Do you 
Do you decide if you're going to have a good day or a bad day, how many ounces of strawberries that you have? Do you base the deliciousness of those strawberries on how much they weigh or don't weigh? Honestly, guys, this is what we're doing to ourselves. Okay. It's not the scale. It's not the scale's fault, but maybe we need to take a little break from it. Maybe I needed to realize I was having a bad relationship with the scale and maybe I was the fault or was the the problem in it. And I definitely was. So in giving that up, I realized that I was basing all of my self-worth on the scale. And as somebody who has lost 150 pounds and for the most part kept it off for 13 years now, you can imagine the scale doesn't move very much. And it almost always moves up instead of down. And when the only time if you're going to have a good day is if the scale moves down and it's a bad day if you stay the same weight or gain, how many good days and bad days do you think I was having per month? I was basing all of my self-worth on this number. And it was the first thing I was doing in the morning. So that set me up for all day long, just feeling like crap and hating myself and punishing myself and saying, no, honey, I, I can't split a cookie with you. When my daughter wanted to share something she had baked on her own, Th- this is no way to live. If the scale said a good number, it was a good day. And if the scale had a bad number, it was a bad day. And even with all of the knowledge I have, all of these years writing weight loss cookbooks and running a weight loss website and being a weight loss coach, you would think I would have the wherewithal to be able to look at this number and say, it's just a, me- uh, just a, a measurement. And by the way, I'm sure I've said that to a few people on Facebook and I apologize if I minimized it because clearly I too was not being kind to myself. So with all of that said, we're going to touch very quickly on the the eight-week average, and I want to talk about it more further along in the podcast when I address for the people who want to keep using their scale, because a lot of you will likely want to keep using your scale, and there's nothing wrong with that. The scale is not the problem. It's how we're basing our self-worth on it, okay? What I do want to touch on is as women specifically, and men have the same issues as well, but women specifically, I'm going to talk to my ladies here because I am one of you. We have a monthly cycle. Even after change of life, our weight will go up and down throughout the month. That's just how it is. It's just how it is. Even if you're losing hundreds of pounds, you are still going to have one week a month that's lower than the rest of them in weight loss, or you're going to gain, which is me. This is just how it is. And so the best thing you can do for yourself is take an eight-week average. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the podcast. But what I do want to talk about is ways to be able to give up the scale and maintain weight loss or keep losing weight or maintain your current weight. There are ways to be able to measure because, again, the scale is just a measurement. So the genes test is a good one. And I want to add a disclaimer before we start here. The genes test should not be done daily. <laughs> just like the scale, it'll be the same issue. But what you can do is you can put on your most comfy jeans. 
the jeans you would wear to an all-you-can-eat buffet, not the jeans you want to fit into and you don't fit into. Why would you do that to yourself? Seriously. Put on those jeans, recognize how they feel, and then the next time you're worried because you can't get on that scale because you've decided to take a full month off from it, you can try on your jeans. Now, a healthier way to go about this. So, you know, we've got the top, weighing ourselves every single day and feeling like crap. We've got the next step down. If we absolutely have to, we can try on those jeans. But here's the healthiest piece. If you could do just this one piece, it would probably save you a lot of anxiety (laughs) and definitely set you off in a healthier way, in a healthier journey. And it's just easier. Why not, whenever you feel like, oh man, I, I think maybe I'm gaining weight. I need to go get the scale out or I need to go get the jeans out. Why not just plan your meals for next week? Why not just plan your meals for tomorrow? Why not run to the store and get something to make healthy for dinner? Why not just concentrate on the positive? Instead of weighing yourself, instead of trying on jeans, and I mean, I don't mean this every day, but yes, it will work every single day. I mean, in that moment of fear of, oh my gosh, if I gained weight, why not just plan out some healthy meals for tomorrow? Why say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about that. What I am going to put my energy into is going to be creating a healthy meal plan for tomorrow or for next week or for next month or writing down some goals I have for myself, reasonable goals. Let's try to change our mindset a little bit. And that was, that's what I'm hoping you'll take out of this. Whether you put your, your scale away or not, I need you to stop and think, are you basing your self-worth on it? And if you are, there's a healthier way to do this. And it's just making a plan and sticking to it. So going back to my notes here, (laughs) um, my question to you then is, should you put your scale away? And I think you got to trust your gut instinct right now. If you're saying no, then the answer is no. And that's okay. But if you feel like you're too obsessed with the number on the scale, maybe take a break. A one-week break. If one week isn't too hard, a two-week break. However, if you have a healthy relationship with your scale, like my friend Jenny does, and I'm going to talk about her here in a moment, then take away something else from this. Take away, I'm going to be kinder to myself after I eat a burger and fries. It's done. It's over. I'm not going to punish myself. I'm just going to move on from it. So going back to my notes here, I'm, I, I'm tangent girl, you guys. You're going to realize I'm going to go off on so many different tangents. I'm going to have to come back to my notes on a regular basis. So if you typically weigh in every single day and you want to put away your scale, what I would recommend doing is replacing that daily scale check-in with something really positive. Here are a few ideas. You can make a to-do list for the day. I love making to-do lists. I love checking them off. What I actually do is I start out a new email on my phone because that's the first thing I look at whenever I grab my phone is I look and see if I've gotten any emails. So if you do that too, this is a great way to do a to-do list. Open up a new email. Don't put anything in the to part. You're not sending this to anyone. In the description, put in to-do list and then write out your to-do list. 
Now, if you have Android, I'm not sure how to do this, but please comment and help others. But if you have an iPhone, you just grab, the, grab it at the top and slowly bring it down. And I'm kind of making the motions on the video if you're watching. And it will basically bring it down to the bottom and it'll kind of be this little marker at the bottom that says to-do list. And then every single time you open up your email, you can check your to-do list. And I like using the little green emoji check, but whatever you like to do, you can put a heart or a star or delete it, whatever you like to do. A daily checklist is so helpful and healthy, and that would be a really great use of your time instead of getting on the scale. Another item that you could do is to listen to some happy music. I, I love the Nora Jones Pandora station. It's just very happy and cheerful. I, I love to have my coffee to it every morning. Or you could exercise or do some stretching, or you could journal. These are all healthy things you can do instead of getting on that scale. These are healthy habits that you can replace this one really bad habit with. Um, you can try to keep it positive. And with that said, if you're going to journal, I would recommend writing out three things that you're really proud of yourself for doing. And they don't have to be huge. They don't have to be, I climbed Mount Everest and I, you know, I, I came out with the, the next great book trilogy, right? But you can do things like, I washed my hair today, which I did, by the way. You can say, I gave my kids an extra hug when I sent them off to school this morning. And you can say, I planned out my, my meals for the day. These are things to celebrate. And then maybe if that's not enough to boost your mood, write out a little bit more about each and say, you know, how, how this made me feel and why I want to continue doing this and how it affected my life. You know, how did it make you feel when you gave your kids an extra hug this morning? Did it make you feel like you were sending them off in a really positive manner? Do you feel like you kind of filled up your heart a little bit more with love? You know, write that stuff down. Let's start creating a healthier daily routine instead of weighing in. Now, if you weigh in weekly, we can do this as well. We could make a, a weekly meal plan for next week. You could write out some goals that you want to accomplish by the end of next week. Or you could do any of the earlier things I had said. And you can do them on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. Then after one month of doing these healthier items instead of weighing in, reevaluate. So just try it for a month or just try it for a week and then ask yourself the questions, did I have a better outlook this month? Was I more positive? Was I more productive? If it's a yes, then maybe that was a really good move for you. Did I find myself basing my value on my looks or something else? What was that thing? Were you super proud because you were just killing it at work? You know, were you showing up for your kids more and that makes you proud? These are all great things. Did putting the scale away positively affect any relationships? Ask yourself that question. And could I do it for one more month? Then make the decision if you want to stop weighing in or not. And always keep in mind, whether you get back up on the scale or not, it is only a way to measure Go back to the whole analogy of the strawberries. They're no less delicious if they weigh more or less. You are no less valuable. No matter how much you weigh, you are just as valuable. Really, really, really. And then finally, I want to note, well, not finally, I've got a few more tangents to go off on, but this is not for everyone. 
and that's really okay. I actually reached out. I have a friend. Her name is Jenny. She runs the Just Jenny podcast. She's amazing. And I actually met her during a book tour doing her podcast. And we started following each other on social media. And when I decided to do this plan, I reached out to her and I said, hey, is there any way I could come on the podcast and talk about it? And I loved that we did this because Jenny, unlike me, has a really, really healthy relationship with her scale. Jenny also has a really big weight loss journey. Again, I really recommend looking up the Just Jenny podcast. She is amazing. But we were able to have this banter back and forth of of valuing what each of us needed. Of her saying, but I need the scale for these reasons. And me saying, but I need to give up the scale through these for these reasons. And both of us validating each other. And I just, I loved it. It was such a great podcast. So I really recommend looking up Just Jenny, Audrey Johns. It's the most recent one. I think I've done her show at least three times now. So with her she did not have an unhealthy relationship with her scale. And that is really the goal here. So either the goal is to give up the scale because it's just not for you and it's just not healthy or getting to a place where you can be healthy, where you can no longer base your self-worth on a number, on a scale. I want to remind you all that this is something I did for me and I found for my mental health, it really helped. So if that's not for you, again, that's fine. If you want to keep weighing in, I want to touch back on that eight-week average. So as I noted, everyone goes up, has ups and downs in weight loss. It's just how it works. One week you'll lose one pound, the next week you'll lose four, then you'll gain two, and then you'll be back down by one. So what I recommend, instead of basing everything off of a weekly I lost two pounds this week. I lost one pound this week. I gained one pound this week. What I recommend doing is grab a piece of paper and write down week one, week two, week three, week four, just list them all out. And then each week, write down how many pounds you lost. Then at the end of eight weeks, at the end of two months, you're gonna add up all of the weight lost, then divide that by eight. And that is your weekly average. This is how we should be doing it because again, we're going to have ups and downs. And with all of that said, I want to remind all of you that losing one pound a week is 52 pounds lost in a year and losing two pounds a week is 104 pounds lost in a year. I'm really proud of myself for being able to do that math so quickly, but these are huge numbers. Why are, why are people so disappointed in just losing one pound a week? So really reevaluate how you do it if you do decide to continue weighing in. Because I think an eight-week average will keep you mentally a little bit healthier and it will be easier to sustain knowing my eight-week average is great, right? Back to my notes here. <laughs> so finally, let's talk about some housekeeping if you do choose to put the scale away. You want to put it out of reach, or as I did, you want to put it somewhere that's not so optimal to go to, like your cold garage. Um, If someone else in your home is using it, just ask them to hide it from you. Ask them to join you if you want. That would be great. Or just ask them to hide it from you. Next, tell your doctor So November, for some reason, has always been my yearly checkup 
with my doctor and I went in and you know the nurse takes you back and she's always the same gal and we've got a great banter over the years and and we go over to the scale and I tell her oh wait I'm doing a no look November challenge I'm not weighing myself in and I, I was just going to tell her I'm just going to close my eyes and she, like everyone else the rest of the day had done it she was like oh no big deal just turn around so I stepped on the scale backwards she took my weight she did not tell me what it was and I walked off. It was such a great visit with my doctor because I was no longer like, oh gosh, is he going to judge me, right? It was so great. So you can tell your doctor, obviously, if your doctor has you on a weight management, that might not be ideal. But for the average person, this is really helpful. And then if you're worried about weight gain, try on your favorite jeans today and then maybe try them on again in two weeks. And if you find that they feel the same or they feel looser or they feel even a little bit tighter, it might be that one week, right? But give yourself the grace that as long as they still fit, you're okay, right? We're trying to just kind of reprogram our brains here that we're no longer valued off of our looks and our weight. We're valued because we're good people. We're valued because we're, we're trying. We are valuable because we are. It's not a number that's going to give us that value, right? And then anytime you want to weigh in, maybe try replacing that with some kind of healthy activity, exercising, journaling, as we had talked about before with the three things you're really proud about right now, taking a walk, meditating, any of these things could be really good for you. So anytime you want to weigh in, stop, do something healthier. And while you're doing it, ideally journaling, talk about why you feel like you want to. And if it's all because of validation, then we're not in a good mind space right now, right? We need to be validating ourselves because we're awesome. And I, I started writing out this whole self-affirmation thing. And of course, I couldn't stop thinking about the, the old SNL. You're good enough. You're strong enough. And doggone it, everyone likes you. <laughs> but really, positive affirmations are really, really great. So maybe go look in the mirror and say three things that you love about yourself. I know it seems kind of cheesy, but it works. And by telling yourself, you look great today. Your, your eyeliner is spot on today. You really put together a nice outfit today. You're a good person. You're a good parent. You try hard at work. All of these good positive affirmations are much healthier than trying to find validation on a scale. So now that I've gone off on my very long tangent about why I threw away my bathroom scale and Let's be honest, I, I'm all about reduce, reuse, recycle. I did donate it, but driving it over to the Idaho Youth Ranch was similar to <laughs> throwing it away to me. Um, for those of you not here in Idaho, it's like a goodwill. Um, so I hope that this podcast has encouraged you to reevaluate. Do you have a healthy relationship with your scale? If you do, rock on. If you don't, take a step back and think, ask yourself, is this helping me? Is this really helping me to step on that scale every single day? If I'm hurting myself, if I'm putting myself down, if I'm basing my self-worth on these things, is it really healthy? I don't think it is. 
So ask yourself those questions. I hope by me admitting some of these really weird things I've done in the past, like basing my self-worth on a scale, I hope by me saying it out loud, you are able to resonate with that. You are able to see it for yourself as well without having to, you know, go on a platform like a podcast and airing out all your dirty laundry with everyone. I would love to air it out for you, not your dirty laundry, mine, so that you can resonate with it. But I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been fun. And I want to retouch on the podcast. What you can expect from the podcast is going to be motivational talks like today with maybe a little touch of drama from time to time. And I want to bring some interviews and a glimpse into my weight loss journey with you. So thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe so you'll get podcasts as they come out. Please give five-star reviews if you're loving the content. It really helps me to be able to continue bringing you more amazing content. And please comment on my social media and if available here on your podcast subscribers and let me know what you want to see more of. Again, I'm Audrey Johns of Lose Weight by Eating. Happy cooking. Thanks for listening to the Lose Weight by Eating podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get new episodes when they drop. Happy cooking!